You're listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's quite amazing the moments that you have when you're singing. Oftentimes we just play worship music off the iPhone in the kitchen and it just runs continuously on this little Bluetooth speaker. And um, it's pretty cool because sometimes you feel like God's the DJ and a song that you just need to hear or something that reminds you of Him or uh, I can't even explain it, but I highly recommend having worship music in your car or your house or somewhere at least a couple times or once in your day and just singing without a care, without um, self-consciousness to him who is worthy. God, we love you and oh, how we need you. The constant struggles and demands feel so intense some days. We're weary and worn and we feel exhausted and discouraged and there never seems to be enough hours in the day to get everything done that we need to get completed or think we need to get completed lord and it's just so hard to keep going in the face of defeat and discouragement please help us to remember that you are here so close lord help us to trust you more to stop wasting time so much spinning our wheels distracted and worried or wrestling in our own strength Forgive us for the times we failed to lift our eyes first to you, for the days we've forgotten to even come before you. Fill us with the power of Holy Spirit, with your strength, your peace, your joy. Fill us with your wisdom and discernment and the constant reminders that your presence will go with us and you will give us rest. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 40, verse 28 through 31. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is an eternal God, the creator of the whole earth. He does not get tired or weary. There is no limit to his wisdom. He gives strength to those who are tired and the ones who lack power. He gives renewed energy and even youths get tired and weary and even strong young men clumsily stumble. But those who wait on the Lord's help find renewed strength. They rise up as if they had eagle's wings. They run without growing weary. They walk without getting tired. Amen. That to me feels like a prayer in itself. God alone can give us the strength and endurance for a flourishing life. And when we are tired, his firm arms will scoop us up and breathe fresh life into those bones. And when we are too battered to take one more step forward, his wellspring of life literally rises up and fills us once again. And when we are lost and unsure, his wisdom and insight opens the weary eyes and illuminates the journey ahead Thank you, God. Wandering through this life without a map and hoping you fulfill your God-ordained purpose on this earth will be very challenging. It's why we need a constant focal point that never changes. And there's only one, and his name is Jesus Christ. And be assured, there is no other truth, no other source of strength that will sustain us or light that will faithfully guide us and leave behind the world's answers to your weariness and embrace Jesus Christ. He's the only source and our compass in all circumstances. If you feel like life is all potholes, U-turns, and you're constantly on that motorcycle on the highway as full logging trucks drive by, tossing you among the traffic, remember, before you pursue anything else, 
pursue Jesus. And so, my friends, oh my goodness, let the Lord direct our hearts. His strength is here to carry us through our darkest valley. When our tired selves want to just give up, He is there with us to encourage us to pour into us. 1 Chronicles 16, verse 11. Seek the Lord and the strength He gives. Seek His presence continually. And I'm pretty sure the point is that we must not give up when we face challenging times, temptation, despair. We must not throw in the towel when we become weary in any storm. Even weary in the everyday. Sometimes that weariness just comes from everyday life, job, friends, spouses, children, and the beautiful things they provide in our lives is still wearisome at times. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're barely keeping your head above water, keep your eyes on that horizon, for He is there. Don't give up. Don't turn from it. Rest in Him. Take that time to rest, to eat properly. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Enjoy Holy Spirit's presence. Like, hang out with Him. Pray. Spend time in conversation with the Lord. He will, does, and is breathing new life into you. Like, trust Him. He promises eternity. Woe. He promises amazing grace. I repeat that. It is constant. His amazing grace pours into each and every one of us every minute of the day just by the very breath we breathe. When we surrender to Jesus Christ, we receive eternal life and the fulfillment of all God has promised us if we run this race called life with perseverance for his kingdom. So like if we keep our eyes on Jesus and keep the faith in him, we will never regret giving our all to God. And however, we will no doubt regret moments when we gave in to our exhaustion and just gave up. And was like, ah, next week. Next week, I'll read the Bible because I'm too tired now. Next week, I will go to church and hang out with um, my brothers and sisters in Christ because I'm kind of tired now. Absolutely not. Don't regret those moments. Step into those moments because he will strengthen you and sustain you. Tell God that you're tired. Let him remind you of his grace, his mercy. And he lifts you up and walk in that full gladness with the expectancy of God's promised reward. Now, that reward is eternity, but in the here and now, he sustains us, he feeds us, he provides for us. He nourishes us physically with food, spiritually, Holy Spirit dwells within us. All of those moments when we open up that tiredness and surrender it to him, it washes over. Um, This week I've had a headache since Sunday, like a headache of not being able to concentrate. And so that's sort of where I came along these lines of Holy Spirit, hanging out with him, being reminded that a weariness can still happen when you're filled with joy and contentment. And so surrendered that weariness, like, oh my goodness, for some reason, my Lord, I'm just pooped out and I need you and speak to me because I'm here to listen. And therefore he does. And remember that it's a conversation. Luke 3, verse 4 through 6, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of one shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make his path straight, and every valley will be filled, and every mountain will be brought low, and crooked will be made straight, and rough will be made smooth, and all humanity will see the salvation of God. Yeah, when we choose to believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and we receive him into our life, we are restored, we are renewed, we are revived, refreshed, and saved. And again, I think the key word here could be besides salvation, which is the 
most is receive, receive him. Like, accept that Jesus is there waiting for you. He wants to gift us with encouragement, correction, love, hope, grace, mercies every day. So receive him. Psalm 62, verse 1. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. And I know we are tired. And we're getting to that point, if we're not already. Like I said, it's been a hard week um, physically a little bit. And there's been this extreme summer heat we have going on throughout the province. And our cozy little house has no air conditioning, and that's okay. But it's been around 25 degrees each night, and it's been a little challenging. And there is this constant social tension out and about in the day of running errands while you're not supposed to be talking to people, and you're not supposed to be holding doors open for people, and you're to stand silently in store lineups, bank lineups, you name it, while you try to carefully, respectfully maintain a measured space apart because um, whatever your feelings on it are, there are people who are not comfortable with being close in this time, and so you respect that space if you feel that it's not such an issue for you. Or reverse, there's the tension and the exhaustion of constantly being on guard of your surroundings. Not for safety in the dark alley, but for actual daily life. And so that, oh my goodness, you know, you have that, and then you open up the news by mistake or you see a headline somewhere and it's fear-based, fear-based, information-filled, fear-based, and it's all a bit wearisome, isn't it? And so I turn to Jesus and he is smiling. And I know he is smiling at each and every one of us, each and every one of you, all of us. And I know where our strength comes from. I'm reminded, I'm reassured, the Lord our God. And as you're reading his word, ask God to give you ears to hear his voice. And during your worship time, ask God to give you a heart to receive his word. And let God open your heart to receive more of him. And ask God to lead your ears as you read and study his word, which is living, alive, and true. Read that Bible. It is not just a book. It is the spoken word of God written so that we can hear it and understand it. And if it doesn't make sense to you at that moment, pray, talk to God, and read it again. Choose to let the past go. Let God wash your heart. Let his word make you new. That removes weariness. When you receive his word, he will direct your path and he will order your steps and lead your life. So choose to bow to that word. Let his word lead us and comfort us in times of distress. Let it um, support us and encourage us in times of joy. His word regulates us in times of trouble. It guides us from wrong decisions, truly does. Choose to surrender to his will, and he is that source of rest, undeniably. He is rejuvenation. Again, read the Bible. Start at one page and read it, and let God lead the way, because he will guide you through it. Psalm 68, 7 through 10. O oh God, when you lead your people into battle, when you march through the desert, Selah, the earth shakes. Yes, the heavens pour down rain before God. And oh God, you cause abundant showers to fall on your chosen people. And when they are tired, you sustain them, for you live among them. You sustain the oppressed with your good blessings, oh God. Oh my goodness, my friends, let us find true rest in God, our shelter, our deliverer. No matter what storm we face, no matter what wind, no matter what calm, God is with us through it. He delivers us, he's present, and his will is ultimately what will be done.
And there's nothing stronger than him. And there's nothing bigger than him. And there is no bondage that he cannot set us free from. Wow. I, I just, I think those things always have to be repeated. You know, when you get down on yourself and you think, oh, I can't kick that habit or here I go again. No, he doesn't buy into that. He's there ready and waiting. Walk us through it again. Pick us up, dust us off, carry us through when we seek him and let his will be done in our lives. There is absolute liberty in him. There is total, complete deliverance in him. Deliverance from enemy attacks. There's no stronghold that can overthrow him. All principalities bow to his name in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Yes, God, at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Isaiah 12, 2, look, God is my deliverer. I will trust in him and I will not fear for the Lord gives me strength and protects me and has become my deliverer. So sickness, disease, infirmity, they must flee. Every form of depression must go. At the name of Jesus Christ, every form of darkness has to flee because he is light and knows nothing but light. Nothing can stand in his way, and there's no entanglement that he can't break us free from. No emotional prison of our past. No financial struggle that we feel caught up in. A spiritual wilderness that he won't set us free from. He will for sure walk us through it. That wilderness that we feel trapped in, he's right there. That is the beauty of it. And waiting on the other side as well and behind us to take care of us from behind. He breaks cycles. He destroys generational curses. He destroys generational curses. We do not need to ever own what our past was with family members. We are free from that because we are new and we are his Every curse is broken by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. 2 Samuel 17, 27 through 29. When David came to the sons of Nahash and the son of Amiel, they and others brought bedding, basins, and pottery utensils, and also brought food for David and all who were with him, including barley, flour, roasted grain, beans, lentils, honey, curds, flocks, and cheese. For they said, the people are no doubt hungry, tired, and thirsty in the desert. So don't harden your hearts to that part either. There's help out there. Um, Sometimes a stranger is the most helpful person you'll meet. Sometimes a loved one, sometimes a new friend, sometimes an old friend. You can be that stranger who is out there bringing the wheat and the flour and the curds and the flocks to people. Don't harden your hearts. Choose to receive God and be free. Even when you're super tired, actually there's something quite amazing about God's journey in that. You're super tired and you get up and you dust off and you do something that maybe you didn't feel like doing. That's okay. He will sustain you in it. And you're all of a sudden renewed and you're like, wow, I didn't think I had the energy for that. But you did. And it was him. Let God lead you. He softens hearts. Receive his provision. And oh my, yes. Because when we do, no matter how tired we are, we will be able to pour into others the light of Jesus. And so it's like lately I've been noticing um, more and more, and I'm certainly feeling it more and more, kind of this unnatural exhaustion. And a lot of that washed away tonight, as a matter of fact, in preparing this message. And so still carrying the joy of the Lord, happy in life, love my family, love the huge family, love the family that is not born as family, but is the family of faith. Um, Physically tired a bit and maybe more like an all-encompassing exhaustion. It's, it's washed away and lifted up. And I know we are not alone in that. I'm not alone in that. 
I know that we share it uh, and it comes and goes. And again, when we're inundated with those news headlines, with the grief, the strife, the sorrow right there in our faces, when we turn on TVs or open up a Facebook page, we scroll Instagram. There's so often things that are just a heavy burden that it exhausts our brain. But God, our mighty Lord, he does not grow weary. And so because he doesn't grow weary from any of that, he's fully aware of all of it. Leave it to him. There's such liberty in Christ, absolute freedom in Christ. And he is rest. He is all things. And I know that's not an easy one, you know, to pull yourself out of bed and face another day in the middle of a seemingly hopeless circumstance. I know that. I've lived that. It's challenging at times with great loss or um, great consequences that you just want to bury yourself. But it's an important one for every believer. Get up. It starts with the decision to rejoice in your sufferings, no matter how weary you are or how heavy the burdens are. And praise God, talk to God. The moment you have that dialogue, he pours right in. When you do this, you can fan into flame Holy Spirit's gift of fire, endurance, longevity. It produces character in us. It refines us. It sharpens us. And it gets us ready for the next day, the week ahead, the month ahead, the life ahead. Romans 5, 3 through 5. Not only so, but we also glorify or glory. We also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character. Character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. And one of the amazing results of persevering through to the end is growing in Christ-like character. And it makes us better people. Like it pulls out the sin nature in us and cultivates within a spirit that is truly kind for kindness sake, not for return, truly humble for gratitude and appreciation, truly patient, even though our patience is tested, especially when we ask God for patience and he tests it. And above all, we put Christ before all things. And by his amazing grace, the Lord promises that if we run the race with perseverance to the end, God will complete the good work he started in us, whether it was all those years ago when we turned our hearts over to him, or today when you declare Jesus is the risen Savior. Galatians 6, 9. So we must not grow weary in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not give up. Not giving up doesn't mean we're going to find perfection in the moment, but one day we will pass to our forever home, which Christ is preparing, and it will be here that we will find completion of ourselves and the only perfection. And so in the meantime, we need to walk free from sin into the fullness of who God originally created us to be and standing straight, no broken bones, no debilitating diseases, no dark blotches on our hearts. And although you may want to give up today, remember that perseverance will truly lead to a better version of yourself here and now and in eternity for sure that resembles Christ more and more over time. It's, you know, I just love that part. The more Christ-like we become, the more blessed we actually are because when we see the world as Christ sees it and when we see the people of the world with his eyes, it makes us a lot more tolerant, a lot more understanding. And maybe sometimes black and white, you know, as far as the distinction between good and bad. But it's an all-encompassing love seen with the eyes of Jesus that you hope for the good of mankind and you hope for the fellow 
down the street and the lady up the block. And I just can't get over that fact that he loves us that much and pours into us that much so that we may pour out. We encourage you, you know, to, if you need to read the Bible, if you haven't yet, read it. Seek Jesus Christ. He is so patient. He is waiting for each and every one of us. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or if you've fallen away from him, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross to rescue me from sin and that you conquered death and rose again three days later to restore us to our Heavenly Father. I choose to turn from my sins in every part of my life. That does not please you, God. Surrendered to you. I choose you. I give you my life. I receive your forgiveness and ask you to take your rightful place in my life as my Savior and Redeemer. Come reign in my heart. Fill me with your love and your life and help me to become a person who is truly forgiving, truly compassionate, truly walking with Holy Spirit. Restore me, Jesus. Live in me. Live through me. Yes, thank you, God. Thank you. We pray hope. We pray healing. We pray deliverance. We pray love. We pray rejoicing. We pray salvation. We pray revival. We pray rest. We pray forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.